My name is Noah, and you're listening to Product Journey. All right, so I am here by myself recording this podcast, and I decided I'm going to do a YouTube video. So if you're watching on the YouTube, you'll get to see me in full action, and you'll see kind of this weird tree shadow on the wall. And uh, if you're on the podcast, that's great too, because you get to listen. Yeah, so this is a podcast that I've been doing for quite a while, almost over two years now, and record it every week. Typically share kind of some updates about my business, Potion, and a lot of times recently have been having guests on where I talk to other entrepreneurs, other SaaS uh, builders, kind of understanding where they're at how their journey is going and talking to them and learning from them. So it's been really fun doing this podcast. And I thought, you know what, since I'm doing a solo one, it'll be pretty easy for me just to, you know, put up a quick video on YouTube as well to the people here, the audience here that's tuning in. So yeah, definitely check out my podcast. I'll have some links in the show notes. Uh, but this podcast is going to be fun. It's going to be my, my by myself um, talking to myself, which is always fun. You kind of feel a little nutty after that. Uh, but I have a couple topics. I have some updates from Potion, how that's been going. And then I have a story to share, kind of a scary scare thing that happened. That, was, that wasn't very fun. But I wanted to talk through that story and how I was thinking about that. So it's kind of interesting. So yeah, I guess we should just kind of jump into it, roll into it. So Potion has been going pretty well. I'm, you know, I've been focusing mostly on the dashboard, kind of the dashboard V2 where I'm adding new features, making the product a lot better, and really just the whole thinking is I need to make this product better so that when I start to pour the gas onto the fire, it just starts to burn like crazy because it's such a good product. People really like it. People enjoy it. And so basically, I'm just taking the feedback, things that I've heard from the last year or so of, uh, you know, opinions or complaints, things that my customers want. And I'm actually like doing a lot of those things, but I'm also just trying to make it a really good experience, too. Because um, in some ways, my my version of Potion that's out there right now, like that was kind of the first version. Like I kind of built that. Of course, I kind of, you know, fixed some things, made it a little better over time from feedback and stuff. But it's like, it's kind of the first, like the UI at least is very much kind of what you saw when you, when I like first created Potion. And so this is kind of the first time of like actually taking the time to really make this all really good. Um, and so that's what I'm kind of doing with this dashboard V2. And I think it will just give me a really good start to be able to uh, really take this product to the next level and also kind of give me a base of something that I can build on top of. And so it's been really good. It's been really fun. I like getting into the UI, the UX, and just trying to make like a good experience for customers and for people. And so it's been fun. Of course, the way I'm doing it at least, where the way I've decided to do it is basically do it all at once and take a couple weeks to just do it all. And then I'm going to kind of release it all at once instead of like making little updates here and there. I just It's just nicer to have a clean slate and be like, all right, I got this much time. I don't have to like have something working by the end of each day. It's just like I'm taking big chunks, big swings, big hacks at this code base that I have <laughs> and just going with it. And so that's been kind of nice actually and kind of freeing to just kind of allow me to just really make progress on it. That being said, um, I do. I don't want this to take forever because that would be a problem if I was just kind of in my basement coding away at this thing and not ever 
letting it see the light of day. And so I, I don't, I definitely, you know, I want to cap it at some point. Um, and so I think, you know, with what I'm trying to do, hopefully I'll be done with everything in like two weeks. There might be some polishing that'll need to be done um, before I let some customers start to see it. But yeah, I don't think it should take too much longer. So kind of where I'm at is I've kind of done all the UI UX of it. Um, there, you know, there might be a little bit more I need to do for the mobile version to make it mobile friendly. Um, but right now I'm really just connecting all of the state logic and kind of making that all work, kind of connecting all the different UI widgets and functionality of it. And so that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, there is a little bit more I'll have to do with UI on the onboarding because I'm going to change the onboarding a little bit. Um, but yeah, I'm getting fairly close. Um, and then I'll just have to really do some testing to make sure like you can edit all the different fields and that those change correctly. Oh, that's true. I will have to go into the, the website part of the project and actually change your website based on some of these new fields and new data points that you can change in the dashboard. So there, there is some work to do on the other side, this, the website side as well. But yeah, I, I don't see it taking too, too much longer. Uh, but you know, things can always take longer than you expect. Even with what I've done so far, like, it, yeah, it's like when you get into the day, uh, the nitty gritty of things day to day, like, you know, just like trying to get some code to work. Like, it's, it's funny how things can take longer than you expect, or you get kind of stuck on some little bug that you're like, what is going on here? Like I had that with um, SWR, which is a React kind of, uh, it's a library that helps you grab data, but then it also lets you kind of keep onto the state of that data and you can kind of mutate it, update it, and then before you actually save it to your, your backend again. And so SWR kind of helps you with all this. And so I was having an issue where my state kept changing and I was like, what is going on? Like, I, I'm not changing anywhere. Any, am I? And, and I, you know, I probably spent like over an hour trying to figure out where I was maybe messing with the state in a wrong way. Um, and then I eventually I found that, oh, it was just like the SWR configuration that made it kind of update automatically when you remount it or something weird like that. And so just little things like that can really trip you up. And especially if you're not looking in the right place, that's just the worst. You're like looking all over here, on the stack, and then you, if you just would have looked in that one spot, you would have you would have found it. Um, so yeah, stuff like that. But yeah, otherwise it's been going really well. It's been fun. I've I've really been enjoying it. I've been I've, I think I've been very motivated as well, which has been great. Which you know is kind of what we talked about on the last podcast is just me being motivated. You know, it is very important to be motivated and excited about what you're going to do if you're going to get anywhere with it. And so I am definitely feeling very motivated, which has been really fun. I'm like excited to get up and like make progress on this thing. I think it has been really helpful for me to do more of the building in public, sharing little videos and things like that. Cause I kind of have like something to shoot for every day of like, all right, I want to have something good to show, something good to share that I can share on Twitter. Um, and it just kind of keeps me accountable. So that has all been great and it's been, it's been good. Uh, I think that's pretty much it for the updates for Potion. Um, so now I guess we might as well move into the story of something that happened this last week, which wasn't good. So this is kind of going, you know, it's been going good, but then this this piece, this story was not good. Um, and hopefully um, Notion is okay with me sharing this. Um, I'm not sure 
if they are like wanting people to know too much about this yet is the funny thing is like when I'm talking on my podcast, I kind of feel like it's, it's not out. Like, I don't know. It kind of feels private to me for some reason, like podcasts seem more private than other, uh, media outlets right and other like social media and stuff it just kind of feels like it's you talking to a mic and no one's really listening um except this little group of people um that listen to the podcast um so yeah hopefully it's not too big of a deal that i'm sharing this but definitely listen to the end so you can kind of get the whole story of of kind of the situation and what's happening um and i'll yeah because i'll kind of explain it and i'm sure eventually notion will publicly say some more information about some of this stuff um so I guess if you're listening, you're getting a little bit of an inside look of just information I know because I'm, you know, built on Notion and I have some partnership with them in some ways. But yeah, anyway, so on Twitter, this was Wednesday of last week. On Twitter, someone that, you know, builds a indie hacker kind of product on top of Notion basically made a tweet that they are like quitting their product. They're not going to do it anymore because they had a conversation with guys, people from Notion, and he was kind of saying like that Notion isn't great to work with. Well, he said they were very kind and stuff. I don't want to put that into his mouth, but he said kind of that they're just not making it easy for using their API and stuff like that. And it's just going to get worse, basically. <laughs> it's kind of what he was saying in his tweet. And for that reason, he decided to kind of shut down his Notion product. And so I saw that and I'm like, oh, that doesn't, what's going on here? Like, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> like that, that's not, that, you know, potions built on Notion and I don't want some issues, you know, platform risk or API issues or something messing up my business. So I was like, okay, this is not cool. So I then DM'd him and I was like, hey, can you kind of share a little bit more? Like what's going on here? What's the whole story here? And basically what he said was that Notion is going to like lock down the unofficial API and basically make it so no one can use it and they're not really having any exceptions and basically you have to be able to use the public API or your products are just not gonna work anymore. Well, this wasn't great news for me to hear because as of right now, Potion is completely built on the unofficial API. And what I mean by that is the unofficial API is basically the API that Notion uses internally for their own product. And so that's where you know they're getting their data, updating their data for Notion products, where the official API is the API that Notion created for other developers, like maybe me and, and other people that want to build on top of Notion to be able to interact with the Notion data and stuff like that. The problem is, is that the official API doesn't support everything yet. And actually I went Soon after this, I went and kind of really dug into the docs and, and into everything to figure out like what's missing, where's it at. And so basically what I found is there's like eight Notion blocks or so that are missing. And then of some of the blocks that are supported with the official API, some of those are like partially supported where you can't really recreate everything with the data that they give and stuff like that. So there's just some stuff missing and it wouldn't be great if Potion could only work on the public API because just everything wouldn't be there. And it'd be kind of a bad experience for users where they're expecting their website to look exactly like Notion, but it just doesn't because all the data isn't there for the public API. And so hearing that, I was, it kind of made me a little bit scared. Like, oh, oh man, like the way he was saying it was pretty kind of, I guess, negative on, on Notion, at least to me in DMs, like that 
yeah, this isn't going to work well and this isn't going to be good. And, you know, they're just going to cut off access basically. So I hear this and I'm like, okay, I, this doesn't sound good, but I need to talk to Notion. Like I can't just go off of someone's word on the internet that I don't really know very well. Um, I mean, he seems like he's a nice guy and stuff, but I need to talk to Notion. I need to understand this whole problem or and even if it is as bad as it could be, I need to be able to, I need to like push on them a little bit and be like, hey, this probably isn't good, at least even for your customers, because there's a lot of people that build websites on top of Notion, and this would break all that. And so just being able to have a voice, have a conversation with them, like at least be able to do that. So I reached out to one or two people from Notion, and I ended up getting a hold of the person who's actually in charge of platform, like he's developer platform. So he's actually like the developer that's mainly in charge of like the developer API and all that stuff. And I got a meeting for him the next day, which is great because I was going to get to talk to him the next day. I wasn't going to have to wait too long. But that day was quite a terrible day, <laughs> that 24 hours. You know, just all the things go through your head. Like, I was just thinking through all the possibilities, all the things that could happen to Potion and just thinking through the platform risk. And, you know, it was really getting real at that point where I was like, man, like I could literally, like my business could just disappear um, at the, you know, immediately um, if something like this happened. And it, that was not a good feeling. It was, so I mean, you could say that Potion is worth somewhere around like $200,000. Um, you know, if you, if I was to sell it or something like that, it, you know, it'd be some range, but say around $200,000, I was thinking like, wow, this is the quickest way that I will lose $200,000 ever in my life. Like, just the, for that to go to zero, like, I just, this is just crazy. I couldn't believe that something like that could happen. Um, and of course, I knew that this was a possibility. Um, platform risk is a thing, and I thought a lot about it when I was coming up with the potion idea and how to do that and all that. But for it to kind of feel that close, that like this could actually happen was pretty scary. Um, and it was interesting, within that 24 hours, I went from that where I was like, oh man, this is bad, to all of a sudden, like, I almost went through the whole stage of like, all right, this is gonna be okay. <laughs> like, I started to think through my next steps of like what I could do next. And like, this won't, thinking like this won't be the end of the world. And I was starting to almost like get okay with it in my mind that like, it could just be over and, but I'll be fine. Like, I'll be able to find, you know, the next thing I could get a, part-time job real quick. I could start another business. I was even starting to get excited about some potential <laughs> new business things I could do um, just because that's how I am, I guess. But I was, yeah, I was starting to get excited about it in a way, which was kind of odd. But basically, this shows I just went through the whole cycle that quick because I don't know, that's just, I guess, what you do when you have to survive. So anyways, it was kind of a crazy 24 hours and not very fun, kind of a scare. But then I got to actually talk to Notion the next morning and it was great. Like it was a meeting that went really well. Um, they were super kind and nice. And really what they said is like, they have no intentions to like kill any businesses. Um, they don't wanna kill any of the businesses that are built on top of them. They are, however, trying to transition and move to the official API and not letting people use the unofficial API because it really, it's, I guess, around security 
kind of reasons and like them wanting to kind of go up to enterprise. There's different bars and things you have to pass and uh, having people use your API, I guess, is a bad, you know, it doesn't look good for that apparently. And so they need to kind of block it off so that no one can use it. And so, yeah, like basically they explain that like they're not going to do this right away. Like there's this is going to be in the future and they're going to be ready, you know, with the official API by that time. And they even like wanted to work with me and I was trying to help them as much as I can, like showing the things, them the things that I could tell like already that don't work quite yet and how I'd like to see things. And so they obviously like want to work with me and other builders to make sure we can build our businesses on top of their official API. And so, yeah, it was all really just positive. Um, and it was actually really cool too. Like it actually made me come out more confident, probably as confident as I've ever been about the platform risk that I have with Potion where like they actually want me to build on top of Notion and think they think what I'm doing is really cool. And so it was really cool and, and great for me to hear them actually say that. And so that kind of took away a lot of my platform risks kind of fears. Not that there is no risk. I'm sure like there's still always that risk. Um, but I've definitely, I was definitely feeling better about it after that. And so, yeah, that's kind of the, kind of the ending of it is that things weren't as bleak as that one guy kind of made it sound um, and that, you know, Notion actually wants to work with these devs to make it happen. It, there will be a little bit of work on my part to kind of transfer things over to the public API. But honestly, like, that's something I probably needed to do with the business eventually anyways because it's just, it's just, um, well, one, there's actual documentation for the public API and so things are just going to be safer doing it that way. They're not going to just change um, endpoints on me all of a sudden like they have in the past with the unofficial API. And so it's actually just going to be better overall for the business for me to be on the public API. It's just, you know, it's going to take some work to move onto there and, and to make those things happen. So, yeah, that's, that's kind of the story. That was the scare. Um, and it was kind of interesting going through that whole thought process. And now I'm kind of back and I'm, I'm excited to keep working on Potion again. And it's, yeah, it's really going well. and I'm feeling really motivated. So hopefully this was interesting to you in some way. Hopefully an interesting story, at least my, 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 uh, my scare. <laughs> I, I can just go through all the heartache and hopefully it's entertaining. Um, but yeah, I will see you in another podcast. Talk to you later.